Hello and welcome to Career Reboot, brought to you by Forward Consulting. My name is Amy. I'm the owner and founder of Forward Consulting. Looking forward to talking to you today about getting unstuck. I've heard over and over again people who say, I'm just stuck. There's just no way out of this. It's okay. It's not that bad. And it bothers me every time I hear it. In fact, Forward, the name Forward, came from my experience as a young manager. Uh, and I, you've probably heard this story from me if you've listened to some of my other work. And I was letting someone go. And she had done something pretty egregious. And when I let her go, she was very much just kind of settled into it because her life had become really unmanageable. And she lost job after job and had started drinking heavily. And that was causing her more problems. And she just felt that was her lot in life. And she was going to just move on. And she was in her mid-40s. And so she wasn't going to change anything. She wasn't going to make sure she avoided making that mistake again. She wasn't going to find a career that was better for her. None of that. Instead, she just took the, the information and went and applied for unemployment and waited for the next thing to come along. And it just made me so sad and angry that this person was going to live their life thinking that was all there was for her. And that kind of being stuck led me to start forward and to promise myself I would never have a time in my life where I wasn't learning and wasn't allowing myself to grow. I found this really great quote by F. Scott Fitzgerald, and it is, for what it's worth, it's never too late to be whoever you want to be. I hope you live a life you're proud of, and if you find that you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over. I just thought that was such a beautiful quote because life is a gift. And we doesn't matter if we are, you know, 12 or if we're 70 or wherever, 90, we still have the opportunity to make adjustments that make us happy. Because with life being a gift, I believe we have a duty to ourselves and to our maker to do, make the most out of it. And so when I hear people say that they're stuck or it's just not possible, I ask them to change their paradigm, change their perspective on what they're looking at and realize that really they aren't stuck. They may be slowed down for that period of time, but they're not stuck. So what do you do with that? How do you get unstuck? Well, the first thing is you have to want it. You have to believe you deserve to have a better life and you have to want a better life. It doesn't have to be grand, change everything, but you deserve a better life in whatever aspect you're thinking of at that time. So I deserve a better car. All right. Well, if I deserve a better car, what do I have to do to get a better car? And you make a plan. What do I do when I'm in a relationship that's flat and I'm not being appreciated and loved? Well, you have to decide you deserve better and then decide you are going to let go of the old and make yourself available for the new. And so it's a, really a fundamental change. And for some people, it takes a lifetime to get. So I'm not going to limit the fact that it's, it's a big deal. I don't want to talk it down. It, 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 it is a big deal to actually have that internal dialogue where you say, I deserve better than this. I deserve more. That's the first thing. And to get there, because it doesn't come automatically for a lot of people, you have to start by figuring out what are the limiting messages you tell yourself that stop you from looking for more? What is, are those limiting things? I have a friend who was told by a second grade teacher that she was a procrastinator. And that 
she's now in her 40s and that still lives with her. Some of the talk that our teachers or our parents or people we knew as children said to us that may have been a joke to them or something they said in frustration of their own life or something they said in passing creeps into our brains and our subconscious and it can be with us forever. Well, the same holds true for the, the things we tell ourselves. And I just heard the other day someone say um, she had just switched her language from being I'm always late to I have a habit of being late. Because if it's part of who you are, I'm always late, it seems really undoable. You can't change that. But if you just say, I have a habit of being late, well, that's a habit. We can change the habit. We can make proactive moves to make that habit go away. So just that's one tweak you can make, internal dialogue. Things you don't like about your behavior, about yourself, you can say, that's a habit. Uh, That is a, a pattern I have. But it's not who you are. It's just something you happen to do. So just be aware of that internal talk. You also may have been told by the people around you that this was as good as it can get, maybe by their modeling of a parent being stuck in a bad relationship or a parent always having a bad job or having many jobs and losing jobs. That modeling that you see in your life, you have to undo that too. Because without you even knowing it, you saw that modeling. So you saw maybe a parent in a bad relationship, an abusive relationship, and they never got out. A little bridge gets built between watching that modeling or watching that example to you having an internal dialogue that it's okay. I don't deserve any better than this. So you have to look at those things too. It can be something like weight loss. I've battled weight my whole adult life. And I realized recently that one of the internal dialogues I had going on was I had always failed on changing that. And I had to overcome that. I had to, I had to start to say to myself, and it became a daily thing, I can do better. I can do differently than I've done before. I've got this. Changing some of that internal dialogue to being positive and to be indicating or um, supporting you. In, in your goals. So that's the first thing. Start limit, start changing your limiting talk. And what that may mean is that for a few days, you have to just jot it down. Be aware, have an awareness, a mindfulness of what you're saying to yourself. And then jot those things down. And then think of what is the alternative to that? What is a different way to look at that? And how am I going to change that talk to leaving possibility for change, for leaving possibility for me to have something greater? So get go there first. The next is to change your internal message about being stuck. You're never stuck. You may be stalled in some way that you slowed down a little bit or that you haven't had your vision on the future or in a different direction, but you're not stuck. There is always hope and there's always chance for change. So change that internal dialogue also. You know, I've been, I've been sitting in this um, position for a long time and it's not serving me anymore, so I'm going to move on. What do I do to get there? And the reason you may think you're stuck is because it may require some steps between you and where you want to be. So for example, you may want to change careers, but you would need some new certification. Well, you're not stuck. You just need to get that certification. So you have to find the way to get to that certification, to get to that education. Maybe it's that you have always wanted to live by the ocean, but you live in Iowa. Well, You're not stuck in Iowa. You just happen to live there right now. So how do you get near an ocean? It may take many steps. It may be a five-year plan. For example, I have a four-year plan. It was a five-year plan, but I'm one year into it, that I'm going to be living in La Jolla, California in four years. And I'm going to be able to afford it. It's a ridiculously expensive place to live. And 
I just know that's going to happen. Well, I have to change that internal dialogue. Just because I live in Minnesota right now, and just because I have no idea how I'll end up in California, doesn't mean it can't happen. I'm not stuck here. It just means I need to make a plan. I need to envision where I want to go, and I need to make it happen. So change that internal dialogue there too. And remember, when you do say something, even if you really believe it, you really believe that you're not smart enough to get a college degree, or you really believe because you've been told so often that you can't cook, or whatever it is. Ask yourself, how does that serve me to believe that? That finite comment about who I am that gives no possibility for change or for a different perspective or for me to evolve, how does that serve me to believe that? It doesn't. That's the reality. It doesn't serve you at all. Whenever you have internal dialogue that is negative, even if it has been supported by past evidence or by what people in your life have said, it does not serve you. It just doesn't. And life is full of dynamic opportunities and change. And so to believe that finite answer that you're not a good cook or that you're not smart enough to go to college or whatever it is just doesn't serve you. So why would you continue to rely on it? Change the internal dialogue. Even if you can't change the internal dialogue, and you can, it just takes practice and time. It takes um, you figuring out what are those internal dialogues that don't serve you. Even if all of those things don't happen, you just say, absolutely, I can't change that internal dialogue. You know what you can do? You can make that different. So if you want to believe some internal message, such as, I am not smart enough to go to college because I'm horrible at math. Get a math tutor. Start learning more. Go to Mathnasium or whatever it is in your town and start learning math. There are tricks and, and tips that can help you learn math. I decided in seventh grade, I decided in seventh grade that I was good enough to go into advanced math, which I was not at the time. I was just solidly good at regular math. Anyway, I went into advanced math. I think I lasted two days. And Sister Katari, Kateri was my teacher. And I have blamed her my whole life that I can't do math. I have blamed her because I was bored in her class and I tried to do this advanced math and I failed at it within two days. I, it was clear I couldn't keep up and that I didn't enjoy it. And so I went back to the regular math. And after that, I just believed I wasn't good at math because I hadn't done well in that advanced class. Well, I'd been doing just fine in regular math and it wasn't Sister Kateri's fault that I wasn't doing well in math. I just went in a different direction beyond my capabilities at that moment. It is very possible that I could have done regular math at that point and the next year done the same curriculum that advanced math was doing, but in the time period that made sense for how I learned. But because I convinced myself that I was bad at math because I wasn't ready for advanced math, I wasn't ready for that subject, that subject matter the following year or the year after that because I put in my head that I wasn't good at math. When I really just tried math that was beyond my ability at that time, and if I had been patient with myself and not allowed myself to lie to myself and say, you can't do math, I would have been just fine in math the following year because I would have been learning and growing in math at the pace that I needed to for me but I sidelined myself. I sidelined myself so bad that when I went to get my master's degree, I had to pass a math class. 
I started and withdrew from three math classes and ultimately never finished my master's degree. Now, there are other reasons I didn't finish my master's degree. It's not a sad story at all, but there are other reasons I didn't finish it, and I ended up not needing it, so it was okay. I took some cool classes and then moved on without it. But those math classes, there was nothing saying I couldn't do that. Nothing except my fear because I had that internal dialogue that no way can I do math. Definitely not at the college or master's level. Definitely not. And I stopped myself. In fact, I stopped myself so much that I needed to take a GRE um, to get into graduate school. And I was so terrified of the math portion of the GRE that I did not take it. I was able to get into this master's program without it because I worked for the institution where I was taking it. And that's how I got in. Otherwise, if I had taken, if I had had to take the GRE, I never would have experienced a master's level class because I had convinced myself I wasn't good at math. Now, when I have to do math for work and come up with different uh, ways to calculate something, although I am slow at it, I always get it. I just have to allow myself to not be lightning fast at it. It takes me a little while. I have to concentrate. I have to be quiet and, and I have a process, but I always get it. I don't have to hire someone to do it for me. I just have to allow myself to do it in the way that I do math and I do just fine. So just think of all the opportunities I lost because I did not allow myself to change that internal dialogue. Being an adult means you have to adult. You have to adult, which means you can't just sit there and cry and throw a temper tantrum and be stuck in whatever is making you sad. We're not two years old. We're adults, and that requires adulting. And what I call adulting is the action of always finding a solution, always moving forward, not just looking at a problem and allowing it to happen without trying. You can't look at a burning house and do nothing to stop the house from burning. The same goes for your life. If you are having a situation at work or a pattern of jobs that are not fulfilling for you and are not taking care of what you need, they're not paying what you what you need to have the lifestyle you want, they are not the hours you need to be a good parent and spouse, whatever it is, don't watch that house burn. Instead, be an adult. Find a solution. The solution does not have to be an immediate one. It can be a long-term one. It can be one that has several steps before you get to the solution. But as somebody who cares about the quality of their life, you've got to do it. So start looking at things you need to change. Think of the internal dialogue and belief system that you have to adjust to get there. And then start making a plan. Even if it takes years, if you have a plan, you're empowered. And that's what I want for you. So let's get unstuck because you never are. Look for a plan and go and get what you want. Good luck and I'll talk to you next time.